Hey everyone and welcome back to my dining with me, the beautiful Enigma. And I know I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back. So let's tell you why I had the hiatus and what took so long to get back on doing the podcast and keeping it more regular and recording. So if you didn't know, I'm recording. I recorded with uh, Bleaker at first and you had to try out for the podcast. And I said, okay, this one passed through. I was really excited and I got cool ads and I was like, really cool. I could record those. That was cool. And then they offered me to do the last year. I said, okay, so the other one was Anchor. And at the time, Anchor was by itself when I recorded back when I first started the podcast. But now Anchor is owned by Spotify. If my mistake, I know that they, uh, they have accompanied Anchor. And so recording on Spotify requires you to look at like the terms of uh, agreement and like are you meeting content and things like that. And so I wanted to submit out my podcast to make sure so if I'm submitted for ads or things like that to make money that they are approved and meeting standards and guess what guys they did but it took a long time to get that like answer back about approval and like yeah yeah so anyway we're gonna get into it so I decided to do new things and switch it up in 2022 I tried to do like the snack chat didn't like the name then I called it something else can't really remember so I was like you know what I'm just gonna just be real with it so some of my podcasts are going to be 60 minutes, whatever. That's the longest. It's going to be the long ones and those ones you guys love and like, listen to, and like, are like vibing out at home and can listen to it while you cook or like clean or just like, you know, soak in the bathtub or read a book or like whatever you're doing. I don't know like whatever happens, but like it's those. And then it's this one here that's going to be like, they are less than 60, sometimes less than 40, but over 20. So I was going to call it like, simply the best for less so basically it's called best for less and best for less is a segment on my podcast where i'm gonna speak about something it could be like random it could be really could be whatever it's gonna be just an opinion i put out for your food of thought and for how like it is your mind dining so like keep in mind like that's what i'm doing and that's why it's called best for less um excuse me i didn't mean to say um because i hate it when barack obama did that all the time anyway but like it's important to really like know your content and know what you're putting out and what you're saying. And so no more further, less, you know, say less. We're gonna get into it. And the topic I haven't been saying or I've been avoiding, and I was told to do this topic some weeks ago, like literally weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. But I put it on the back burner and I'm not gonna do that anymore. So we're gonna talk about lust versus love. Lust and love, who's in love, who's in lust. How do you know when it's lust? How do you know when it's love? How do you confuse? Are they the same thing? Are they parts of each other? So here we go. Shout out to everyone listening to the podcast. All the new listeners, y'all are amazing. And I'm so thankful for you. Also, shout out to all listening right now. Y'all are incredible. Thanks again for supporting the podcast. Mind dining with me, the beautiful Enigma. So we're going to get into it. Okay, love, first of all, everyone listening, I want you to know that love is spelled L-O-V-E, but its definition is the only way what love works for you as the individual, as the person. If you hear a noise in the background, like a woo noise, I am out and there is like stuff going on and there's like the water and stuff, like I'm by the ocean, so like you will hear, like, water waves, or you will hear, like, the occasional, like, plane, or, or you will hear, like, some other ship. Just, just ignore it, okay, guys? Like, it's just the background. All right, cool. 
But yeah, you will definitely, um, like for the most part, know when it comes to love, it is your feeling. Because here's the thing I believe, and I'm, and it's just truly just my opinion. Because this, this is a podcast. It's just you potting, right? A pot is a, is a growth, right? A little pot, like something like you're plotting, like you're putting down and you're building your own little seed, right? So it's just my seed of opinion here, and I truly believe that love is what you, the person, makes it, calls it, and defines it, like because a lot of people say that, you know, well, I'm in love with him. And they're like, well, how did you love someone so crazy? Or I love her. Like, how did you love a girl so wacky? It's not up to me or to you to tell someone who or what they love. Like, we're not here to police that person's heart, feelings, emotions, or experiences because we were not there. So let's just keep that in the clear. Like, let's just make sure we're keeping that really clear, okay? All right, cool. So... Love, to me, love is what you find love. If you think that love is for you and you're a fan of love and you want to be loved and you're all about love and romance and you just love love, you have to ask yourself, how do you define it? Is your love the biblical way? Like in the Bible, is it Corinthians uh, chapter, was it 13? Or Yeah, Corinthians 13, that's the passage about love. Right, love is not uh, self-seeking. Love is not anger. It is not boast. Um, I've you guys gotta remember. I haven't <laughs> read that post. Um, excuse me, that scripture in a minute. But I do know. If you didn't know, my mother's mother is very was God rest her soul. I love you, Grandma. But like she was my uh, Grandma Mary Louise. She was you know Southern Belle and Creole Black woman, and she freaking loved church more than anything, and like. She loved the Bible, and, like, for her, anything you had going on in your life, she found, like, something to relate to from the Bible for her way of, you know, navigating life in this society. I feel like who we are as humans, we're more developed spiritually than to just be religion. That's just my my view. But, again, if you believe that that's your way, it's a beautiful scripture, it's a beautiful way to believe that that's what you believe. Like, I'm not going against it at all. However, I have my own feelings that if someone feels in their heart they love someone, who are we to say, no, you, you're stupid, you didn't love them. But how do you know the feeling that takes over you? That no matter what you do, you can't control or stop it because love is the most powerful emotion because it grips you, it holds you down, it does something to you. So you have to be so careful with love as well as lust. Now, lust is also for letters just like love, but they, they're different. They vary. Um, lust is like you're talking to a girl. She's, and let's say you're a man that loves breasts, right? You enjoy a nice, you know, woman with boobs, breasts, rack, right? She's got a good, you know, set of uh, honkers, right? <laughs> Homer Simpson. But, like, you talk to her, you hit it off, and you just love her breast. You hear her, but then you really don't hear her because you're so into her boobs. 
her breast that whatever she says, it's like, yes. She could be like, so it was only like the fifth guy that I killed, but like I didn't mean it because I have like this crazy ass attitude and temper. And you're just like looking down her breast like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, you know, so like I wouldn't kill you though, but as long as you just bring me a bowl of honeycombs and you make me feel really happy, you know? And, um, you know, you just let me just be me and don't make me soak your feet and, and, and don't make me cook you dinner because I'm not your slave. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you start to think just looking at her boobs and just taking yourself to an ecstasy and like your mind is probably visioning like, yeah, you know what, Marriott room, you know, 112, you know, or whatever. I don't know. I got that from a song, but like maybe it's room 542 or something. I don't know. And if you guys play the lottery, go ahead and play those numbers for you lotto freaks. But like. You know, maybe you guys, in your mind, you're like, you're in a room and you are just motorboating, right? Like, you're just motorboating boobs. But she's just going on about the most weirdest, strangest, bizarre, sadistic mind. And you're just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then she's like, so I call you at eight, uh-huh. And you just, you just can't wait. You're like, yeah, see you at eight. Wow, she said yes. But did you hear anything she said? Nope. You just set yourself up with a previous could be psycho serial killer like pretty much is a serial killer and you didn't even know it because you're so busy looking at her breasts and looking at her boobs and lusting something about her just grips you and you pulls you in and that lust notation where it's like the body's calling for you i can hear it calling me you know like okay sorry for you guys who hate and despise our R-, R. Kelly, I said the R word. I, I'm so sorry, but that song came to head. Just, just, it's just about the song, okay? So like, um, don't, don't go around saying that I'm like, you know, going around here like, oh my gosh, she was singing R. Kelly. Like, I mean, I need you guys to understand, like, R. Kelly, the musician and artist for me, is phenomenal, and I love him. I don't care how you guys feel about R. Kelly, the person we found out as an older person that is, you know who had some issues, right, that he has to handle for himself. Nobody's perfect. I'm not condemning him, and I'm not forgiving him, and I'm not, like, also saying, like, oh, he's innocent either, but I'm not going to sit around and put him on the guillotine either. It's just not my place. Um, And that's a different story. I don't want to get into that, but just know that, like, because I listen to his music and I love his musicianhood that's just the artistry of him and he's a genius and no one ever no one listening can deny that about kelly however like you feel about what he did and how he did it if it's you know whatever like okay i get that but anyway lust a lot of his music and a lot of music by pretty ricky and um let's think uh slow jams when you think okay so for you guys who are like Listening and slow jams. Um, Generation Z, you guys know about slow jams. You guys have to know about slow jams. You guys got Jockey's new generation. Like, come on, like that's a slow jam. Like, um, like I don't know if you guys got Miguel. Yeah, Miguel. Miguel's he's more millennial, but like, still, like I don't know if you guys sing any love songs, like or like love songs. Like, I don't know. Maybe I can't think of any songs you guys might have that might be about that. Like. It's just so weird. None of you guys have anything about love or really love. So you just have a lot of, like, hurt and refuse to be hurt. So, 
interesting, uh, Gen Z. Very interesting. But, um, yeah, less is a little different. So if you are with someone and you, like, are lusting them, like, even, even, like, from their tone, how they talk, how they walk, how they breathe, how they stare at you, even how they say your name. They could say something as subtle as your name. Let's say your name is Jeremiah. And they're just like, Jeremiah. And you're like, oh, I love how you say my name. And she's like, oh, okay. Even if she, like, needs you for something. So she's like, hey, Jeremiah, can you... Da 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 And you're, like, listening, but you're not listening because you're so into the lust moment. Now, when love and lust come together, it could be a beautiful, phenomenal, like, very passionate thing. But love and lust are both passion. It's just different. And I'm going to break down the level. So if you're a man listening and you like a girl... And it's like, you can't stop staring at her pictures. You can't stop looking at her on the video chat. You can't stop calling her. You can't stop thinking about her. You're in the milk aisle getting your silk milk. And you just, like, happen to see a girl. And you double take and you think it's her. Like, your head is on this woman. Part of you, your heart could be like, am I falling in love? Or am I just lusting for her? Fun fact, a lot of men and women have actually mentally and emotionally slept with the person before they physically slept with the person that they know or have come in contact with. Now, if you met a person at the gas station, the club, and you just hit it off at an event or something like that, then that is a little different. That's completely different. That's completely, like, not the same, right? But you guys are just getting to know each other and, you know, getting to know how the vibe is or whatever, like, you know, you're trying to figure out, like, what's what's up with you, you know, what's up with me, like, what's up, how's it going, you know, are you into this, are you into that, and you start to configure this person, and then you're like, wow, I don't even have the urge to have to, you know, make love to her or have sex with her, so when you lust, you are literally in that zone of having a physical touch connection, like I need you, I need you feeling, right? And a lot of people that fall to lust and more so manage it are people that more than likely don't get a lot of attention, affection. They're voided of that. They don't feel it often. And they need it. So that is why you have people that have the people that can just be, you know, girly and and bougie. Like, oh, my gosh, like myself, like I'm really girly. I love hating my hair, then my nails, and I love, you know, I only think about me is I don't wear lashes and makeup. And you're not going to see me wearing, like, hair wigs and all that. I mean, I have nice hair. So, like, no, but no offense to anyone who doesn't. But, like, I just... You're not going to see me wearing, like, hair down my, like, thigh bones. Just, just not me. But I'm not knocking anybody who wants to do that. That's your thing. You're never going to see me wearing colorful, 
crazy skittle hair. That's just not me. Other girls look amazing at it. You look great with the green and the different curls and the blues and the yellows. Like, if that's your style, you can pull it off. Do it. I'm not hating you, but I like me as me. I like to know that when I'm looking in my mirror, when I'm looking at myself, when I'm improving myself physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, like, I see me and no one else. I see myself purely so that I get to define me. And then I look at me and say, okay, you know what? This was neat, what you need to work on. This is okay. This is great. Whatever. Like, no matter how I feel, I physically look or how I mentally feel. Like, it is about literally what I'm pouring into myself. Now, can a person pour lust into themselves? Absolutely. You can turn you on. It happens all the time, okay? Um, we're adults here, so if this bothers you with masturbation or self-pleasure or sexual talk bothers you, click out now because it's not for you. But if you're okay with it, we'll continue. There are people that were taught that this is evil, this is bad, you should never do it because exploring one's body can ignite different energies and different things about them that they may or may not be ready for. And so people believe that, okay, you're doing all of this, you need a partner, a person who can manage those feelings, right? That empty nest, but it's full of people. Like, full of people. And you're like, okay, I got to get this person that actually gets me. And so girls are like, well, you know, these guys, this, da, 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 la, 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 la. But what, as women, a guy won't tell us is that he's vulnerable, scared, and, like, he feels alone. He could be, like, a widow and going through some really tough times and managing being alone without the love of his life. He could be a single father and a widow, dealing with having to be both parents, making sure that all the children, no matter their gender, grows up to be phenomenal and in their own, you know, nature. Woman, woman, man, man. And then he has to figure out, like, his heart and if he's ready to love again and be with someone and with the kids like that person. And are they good enough for that? Are they loving enough for my family? Right? And then you have women who are lusting like crazy and their, you know, root chakra is very, like, off the charts because they're not used to feeling without attention. And so when the men are giving attention to them, any type of attention, a guy can look their way and she's like, oh, he looks at me. Yeah, he wants it. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. A guy can say, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? So I'm saying, like, what's good with you, though? Um, She can just stare and be like, well, he's like me. I can't, I can't mess this up. Um, what's good with me? Everything's good. What are you doing tonight? Like, she instantly pushes herself into less mode to make sure that, like, I can't leave him or I, I can't lose this person. This person is lot to me. This, this person just can't leave. Like, me and this person, we are heading off. And I need this person to, like, mm, 
you know, like, be mine. And so she instantly goes to that lust mode. And she takes her body, who she is, everything, and offers up lust. What are you doing tonight? You want company? Can I come over? Can I come over? Right, you know? Like, people want to know, like, can, can you, you know, have that moment with them? Can it be, like, this thing, right? Can we hook up? Can you come over to my place? Can we, you know, okay, you don't, you have a crazy roommate? Oh, your neighbors are weird? Oh, your, your walls are thin? Oh, you live in a, a really gated community? Oh, you, I don't... I don't know my gate password. I want you there. You can't get out. Oh, okay. Weird little reasons. You want to get a room or whatever. Like, there are things that people do and they are doing that, like, separates them with lust and love because there are women who are just like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I find a good man? And we're like, okay, here's the thing. Sometimes it's you. Accountability. The ability to take an account. When you set up an account, you set up what? If I have something that I'm accounted for, if I have an account, I have something I'm pulling from, right? I have something that I've created that I pull from that also grounds me. So I am literally taking accountability. The ability of grounding what I'm saying in my truth. Accountability. And, yeah, you're right. And, I mean, look at the crazy judge television shows. I try not to watch a lot of TV because it's poisonous. But, and that's so funny because I'm, I'm a film student. Like, literally, I'm in school to write films and television and the shows. But I watch so many of them for purpose. But I try not to watch ones where I feel like, okay, I know this isn't going to get renewed. And this is really, really, really good. But for the most part, you know what I'm saying when it's like cheesy or like, what? Okay. You know, those ones. But again, you have men and women who are like, I just, I just want that person to find me. Like, don't lust for me. Love me and then lust for me. But what if I was to tell you that you lusted before you loved? Because attraction naturally gives you a reaction and a reactive impact. Like a, like a literally natural feeling inside of you that says, you know what? You're cute or you're attractive or you're alluring. Or to some people, you are gorgeous. Or you are sexy, or you just have this swagger about you, this charisma. You're charismatic. You are just so dope when you don't know all the good to say, but you know it's just good, right? So you say dope, aka, you know, something you could be addicted to, right? But then you start. And you start to realize, okay, okay, let me, okay, let me, all right, let me just, okay, okay, hold, let me just figure this out, right? Okay, hold on, all right, I'm back. <laughs> I have to pull this thing out, though, but this thing's keep, keep okay, just, just keep with it, 
Yeah, so there is like, oh, sorry, there's a lot of noise in the background, guys. I am, again, like by the water, you can hear like the ocean and sometimes like a plane to come over or something. It's just, we are out and about. It's beautiful, gorgeous, a really gorgeous day and we're just, you know, enjoying this and recording the podcast, okay? So I apologize for the noise if you hear it too weirdly. But anyway, like, it's just a lot that like people don't realize when it comes to lust and love. And I'm here to tell you, they're not far from behind each other, but one is dealing more with your intensity, right? Because who's to say because that man is like, mm, damn, it's something about her. Mm. Or she's like, damn, it's something about him. Like, what is it about you that got, like, that has me so intrigued by you? Probably your intelligence because. Yes, intellect is so sexy. I mean, for me, it is. It's like one of my turn-ons is a person I can learn from. Smart man, um, spiritual, righteous type, like, really, like, open and unafraid to be who they are and will tell you who you are. In, in their minds of like how you're being like sometimes you lust for that person because their energy radiates this powerful feeling that only you the person feels sometimes it's like okay like I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how this can happen. And, like, how does this, this go down like this? What What is really happening here? But what you don't realize is, like, you're connecting with that energy. You are allured because of the beauty, but there's something else inside that's ticking because what's inside of you revs in the inside of what's inside of that person. And you're feeling it. And you're like, oh, man, I feel that. And that person's like, yeah, I feel it too. Like, we're meeting halfway here, right? But you don't know that until you're able to, like, break that down. Like, not all the time are you able to, like, configure on certain energies sometimes you don't pick them up but when you do it's that look that feeling that allure you ever talk to someone and heard their voice and immediately it was something about that tone the voice the way they spoke the way the words were said or just the way they looked at you when they spoke you were drawn in the throat chakra that they had was so on. It just... Just... Whew, had you like... So high, oh. Boom. So high, oh. Right? High up the life. Right? So, like, that happens. You ever looked at a person's eyes or looked into a person's eyes? Eyes are very, very distinct. And they are windows to the soul because 
the eyes are the only thing on your face feature that can't hide. You look at me straight in the eye and you don't lie. I didn't do it. And then your mouth moves, the eyes get bigger and people dilate and all the other stuff. Like someone could tell because they're looking into your eyes. And if you don't trust a lot of people or you just feel like a lot of guys or people are full of shit as a female, you're going to be like, whatever. You may not even show your eyes. Or you may like do like I do, like I wear shades all the time and photos, pictures, everything. Because I love my shades for number one. But number two, my eyes are very intense if you stare into them. I give I have extreme, extreme passion. I have to be careful with the allure I give off. So I wear shades because of that. Um I was told by a mentor of mine that, you know, my eyes are very intense because the eyes feel what what the mouth is saying what the heart is feeling and what the mind thinks the eyes are like the you know are the ones that's showing it it's it's a video and a person looking at that is reading me and judging me and i'm like oh no no like i don't feel like you are close enough to me to where I trust your energy. Or I don't feel like you feel me like that enough for me to allow you to just stare into me like that. I just, I don't. Now, is it I'm avoiding lust? I mean, you can't avoid lust because, let's get, I mean, like, people lust over the weirdest things. Like, I can't tell you how many times I get guys that lust over my lips and... Like, feet, yeah, lips, feet, breasts, butt, thighs. Like, guys will lust over a woman's body parts. There's probably a guy out there right now lusting over a chick's elbow or her chin. Like, ooh, look at that chin. Or, ooh, look at the elbow on her. Look at how it bends. Oh, it's doing something to me. Oh, look at those freckles. Like, that whatever is getting that person turned on or drawing them in, those are your skin are portals, openings. That energy is seeped in somewhere around you and on you. And it's, you know, vibrating to that person. And, excuse me, vibrating to that person. And that person is like, oh, you. Yes, you. Come here. And there's some people that are in relationships right now, dating a female or a girl right now, because she's got a beautiful booty, a nice bottom. Or she got a body yaddy 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 yaddy, right? Like she's got like this amazing bod. And they're like, yep, you. Oh, so you don't know how to cook. You don't know how to spell. Did you go to 10th grade? Oh, you dropped out in nine? No problem. Look at your body. Like, you're mine. Like, oh, okay. So you don't, yeah. Oh, you got four kids? And five different baby fathers. Possibly 12 baby fathers. Oh, okay. Uh, are they in the picture? You, oh, you sleep with them sometimes? I mean, but you giving that to me, right? Oh, okay. You, you sexy girl. Mm. Body, yada, yada. She got a body, so that don't even matter. She do a lot of stuff, and I don't even care. You need my bank card? It's my wallet. Okay, you, you need my PayPal? You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, you know, 
Lustman55 at gmail.com. Like, those are examples. None of that's real, but that's what lust will do to you. It will have you in the moment of like, oh, I gotta have it. Like, I need it. Like, you know. I need it. I want it. Like, I got to have it. And women are guilty just as men when it comes to lusting. Because there's some men where girls are like, oh, I think it was this guy. Um, he's a singer. I don't know his name. Off, but, but he had this t-shirt, this video. And it showed his lower body. And the women went insane. I keep trying to think of his name. What's his name? Oh, goodness. I think it was Jacob Lattimore. The, yeah, Jacob, it might have been Jacob Lattimore. Or it might have been someone else. But women were just in the comments. The guy from the shy was Jacob Lattimore. Women were in the comments going crazy. Grown women. Now, mind you, Jacob Lattimore is like probably 20, 22 at that, at that at the most. Women that were lusting over him were in their 40s, 50s, like late 30s. And like women were like, oh, he sold this, he sold that. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, baby got it going on. He can be in my bed, you know. Call me. Women put their phone numbers down. Like it was it was serious. One girl put her phone number and said if he sees it because it was his page. Now, you guys are like, what women are wild. Women can be just as intense as men. And we have to remember you are both sexual and physical creature beings, men and women. Right, and and what I have between my thighs, my second nucleus, my you know what I'm saying, my I call her the my ira, right? My ira, it is created for entry for man, you know, when he's erect, right? That goes in in lust. Goes in from you know mind to them body, and then lust takes over because in the moment of lust, you're not thinking about nothing. You're not thinking about I gotta pay the light bill. I gotta go pick up, you know, my my daughter's swim practice, you know, uh, outfit for her first meet. You're not thinking about getting the new sneakers. Yeah, thinking about, you know, Charlie at work who you can't stand at the office. None of that is coming to mind when lust is in play because your body, your body all over my body, baby. Like, it's in a whole different, like, zone. Like, you're in a whole, a whole new world, right? Like, you're in this whole new, like, like, complete space. Some of you check out. And you don't check back in until you're tapped in. Like, you completely go to this space. And then when you, you know, uh, spend your nectar juice, right? (laughs) When you, you know, let the ice cream cone drip, right? You breathe. And the brain... Tains its oxygen and you're you again. And you just like, what? 
Damn. I'm hungry. Or, mm. I'm going to sleep. We wake up. We're going to go here. Are we going to do that? Or, oh, you just, just want to hold that person. You don't want to let them go. And you just want to go to sleep and just hold them because you're just, you know. And I'm feeling good. You, know, you, you, you need a Simone, right? Birds in the sky, you know how I feel, you know. So you're on this whole, like, you know, oh, drifting on by, you know, like, you're just like this new person when it comes to lust. You are a person you don't even recognize because you become this whole different person. Within love, you become a different person, but it's not out of the rapture of lust. This is a different type. This is. More so where you don't need that person at the moment, but you do. This is more so who you are on the inside. Once that person's inside, feeling the heart this time, not the body. The heart, the mind, soul, it's all connecting. And you, you want that with you at all times. And so that is how you have love and lust and the difference between the two. Why lust is more powerful and taking over people than love can. Love is extremely powerful. However, lust can make people do things they're not thinking. Women and men could be drinking at a party. A girl could be with a guy. She didn't know his sexuality. I mean, it happens. And he could be like, okay, tell how he's straight. And, and they're kissing and making out. And then he gets a text message. And she's like, oh, he must got a girl. And then she, you know, some sis follow him out the club. And she follows him out. They've been vibing, drinking. She sees him with a dude. She goes over there. Is she getting mad? He looks at her like, oh, I was going to tell you. And then, then she looks at the guy, and the guy's looking at her. And he's like, what? What are you looking at? And so she's like, grabs the dude and kisses him. This is an actual movie I saw. Um, and the girl, it's a foreign film. And this girl took place in South Africa. And this girl, her boyfriend was Pan or whatever. And they all, his his boyfriend and her, all three of them went together. Like, lusting. You know, sorry if this makes people, you know, weirded out, disgusted, but... It went down, the three of them in the bed. The guy, the guy, the girl, whatever. And I had to, you guys, like, what are you watching that for? Like, I had to watch the film for another reason. But that just happened to be the scene that was in there. And as a creator, you have to, like, listen. Like, anybody who does music, creativity, cooking, anything, you have to listen and be observant, even if you don't like it. Let's say you can't stand the smell of garlic, but you know you have to have it when it comes to Italian cooking. The same thing. Like... That's what that was. And for some people, they're into that. It's a lust thing. Here's where we got fetishes and things come to play. Where there's some people like, okay, I mean, as a woman, I get guys that are into my feet and my toes. And I mean, a lot of times, especially the summertime and things like that, girls who are listening, my girls, everything's listening. And I know listening and like this happens to us a lot of times and it's it's creepy and we're like why are we they're into this like girls are creeped out because we're like we're thinking this is just feet they're just 
body part that nobody really thinks about or pays attention to besides when it's like self-care. When you are, you know, cleaning and taking care of your body from head to toe when you are thoroughly washing and you do that. I mean, I do that all the time every anyway, but you're like taking your time out to like make sure that your feet are being cared for um, and they're your feet. So you want to make sure you take care of them. But you taking care of them for somehow drives a man sexually insane. Their groups, their support groups for this. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, okay. Hey there. <laughs> it's me. Hi, guys. Hi. It's Frank. Hi, Frank. I'm addicted to ladies' feet. That's okay, Frank. Yeah. You know, so I'm, you know, calming down my foot fetish. I've been um, stalking ladies' feet with the camera. Yeah. I've been locked up for it. I was at the park and I told them I was taking pictures of the grass and flowers. I was really going around all the blankets and taking pictures of women's feet. Oh, we're okay, Frank. Do you need a clap? Do you need a hug? Do you want some snickerdoodle cookies and some lemonade juice for that? Like, not making fun of him at being in rehab for that problem. But there are men that don't know how to really control their urges. And that's how you get a fetish. Because it's something that drives them such into the allure. They're so into that moment of lust and they can't control it. Like... Okay, I get it. Guys like feet. I mean, guys offer you money. Yes. You get offered top dollars for your feet. You're like, well, go ahead then. Show, you know, get them. It's not my thing. I say to each their own. I've dated a guy and I thought he was like the one. And we headed off and I mean, he's Haitian. And he was just having the best time. We went to concerts. We went to dinners. I mean, we just wine and dine. And I woke up. And I heard, I'm like, what is he doing? He was taking pictures of my feet and told me, shh, shh, don't worry about it. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Don't, don't worry about what I'm doing. What are you doing? No, shh, you're dreaming. Just, just sleep. Go back to sleep. What is going on? I'm like, okay. So I went back to sleep, not thinking. And I heard, and then I felt my foot getting touched. And I said, what are you doing? He was like, just let me do it, please. No, what are you doing? And he was like, this is why I'm with you. I was like, wow. Like, it's one of the reasons. You're a great woman, and, and, and I love you, and I, I love you, and I love your feet. And I was just like, wow. And you're probably like, what is wrong with people? But listen... He couldn't control his urge. And yeah, I got out of there. But it's what women go through. Men have no idea because they have their own things they go through with weird women, probably. Like, there are women that love men's feet. Yeah. They're like, oh, I can't wait to go to the gym and pay a guy to sniff his sneakers. There was a woman in Florida, and these men were working out in gyms. And she was a high-paid girl. Her family had money, left her a lot of cash. She was, you know, in a couple millions. And she was spending high amounts of cash 
on these men to sniff their sweat and their sneakers um, because she had like a pheromone thing where she liked the smell of sweat and the lust that she got when she sniffed the essence and the scent of a man just drove her crazy and she paid for that. That's lust. So you have to be aware of the stages and the levels and how that can play out because for some people it plays out differently. I mean, there are all types of fetishes. There's men who have booty fetishes, breast fetishes, women who have like men's neck fetishes. Yes. It's the thing about the flare of the neck or women that love men with tattoos on their neck, like a Tupac thing. Some girls have men hat fetishes where he has to wear a hat. She won't take him unless there's some type of hat. Like she has to have a hat on his head, has to be turned to the side or to the back. Because that's just what she lusts for. She likes. Um, people love beautiful hands. Right? Gorgeous hands make the world go round. Especially on a man. Nas just has the most beautiful hands for a man. Facts. So, when you see, like, a person with, like, beautiful hands and beautiful like feet and beautiful parts of the bodies and people look at it like oh it's a turn on for them that is a type of lust now when you have love in the mix it's what you've always wanted for self when it comes to love like most men feel like okay who can they be with if they want love but again Girls don't think that men want love because men have other women and girls they like and they're interested in. And so it's like, if a man has 15 girls, that says there's 15 women and 15 pieces he's trying to put together to make that ultimate woman. Why else is he drawn or lean into their energy? Playing around with them just to play around with them, talk to them just to talk to them? No. You know, she wants to encourage them. She wants to be with those men. But she knows that having so many of them, it's, it's a problem. But, again, people can't judge because they don't know the story. Love is supposed to be something that you and that person feel together. I take love extremely seriously and I believe that, like, if you love someone, you have to know where they are. I naturally love easy, hard, and fiercely. It, I'm very, very passionate. But that person, for me to love, has to be open, fun, adventurous, spontaneous. Like, makes me laugh, right? And also sees me for me more than just like physical more than than mental just just like inside of me there's something that person sees and they are like intrigued by that and then you say wow it's when people see each other without having to jump the bones of each other go crazy for each other like that happens i say jump the bones what year is this wow I've been looking at, like, a lot of 90s movies, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> that was funny. 
but I had to look at it, some 90s films and stuff for like um, research. But anyway, I feel like that is the reason. And a lot of times we're like, this is so crazy. How could this happen? Or this is da 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 da, this is that. And you don't realize that person is still doing them. A lot of people don't get that. They have a very hard time trying to like take the realization of love and lust and, and make it something completely different. And I'm like, no, like this is what's real. So this is Love and Lust, part one. Part two is coming up. I thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to all the new listeners. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Mind dining. Thank you guys for eating with me today. I prepared for you some good lust. Ooh la la. And some good la la la. Right, love. So it's what it is. But then again, only you, that person. You know what it feels like for you when you hit the number on your heart that no one can touch. That's a different type of feeling. You can't run from it and you owe it to yourselves. And you deserve it. And this is a quick, quick announcement for the black men listening. It's okay to tell you want her. It's okay to tell you like her, you love her, you want to be with her. It's okay to invite her out. It's okay to fly her out. It's okay to go see her children. It's okay to spend time with her and her kids. It's okay to get to know her. It's okay if she's recently, not recently, excuse me. It's okay if she's divorced and healing and you just want to step in there and be a good person. But don't step in to be in the friend zone. That friend zone doesn't exist, honestly. But they're just people that say that. Because they're like, well, I've been in the friend zone for this long, for that long. Because usually the zone is where girls place guys they're unsure of. Or they just want to be friends on the side they're not attracted to like that. Or they feel that they don't meet what makes them happy. There are some guys that can look good, have it all. And girls like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's got a crush on her. She's so lucky. He's so great. He's so great. But she could be completely bored with him. Boring men can drive her crazy. That's in my that has happened to me. There was a this good looking guy, and the girls like, oh my god, he looks so good, or da da da, da. and they could be fascinating to some people, and completely boring and uninteresting to another. Do you see how this works? So it's so important that you love on you, you love yourself every day. You're discovering what you want, who you want, how you want it. If your ideal partner knocks on your door, I need some knock on um on my nails. <laughs> y'all hear that? Sorry. <laughs> y'all hear that? <laughs> oh my god! So like, you hear a knock. Hey, it's me, your ideal partner, ladies. He's right there. Hey, what's up, girl? Your ideal partner, you have your ideal partner like right there. How are you acting? Now, again, 
are you lusting for this person? Or do you like this person? Or is it both? But how you react to the person, how you approach a person, and what you say to a person all matters, especially women, men. It's a way to handle a woman, and it's very simplistic. Being yourself. Being yourself. It is something powerful, beautiful, attractive to women when men are authentically themselves. You're not fronting. You're not saying, yeah, I got to go pick up my Rolly, my Apple Watch. Yeah, um, so I own a little business over here and a kiosk over here, a little sham sham. Like, huh? Next. Like, a person doesn't want a person who doesn't even want themselves. Because you're faking it so hard. You're faking the funk. Right? You're faking the funk. If you know, you know. But that's literally what is happening. And whatever happens, got to deal you gotta deal you gotta it's, it's, you gotta you gotta like you made this bed you gotta lay in it lust love make sure you are knowing self to love but there's some people who are in couples or thousands of girls who have boyfriends all the time or girlfriends all the time and they seem like they're so at peace and everything seems so good until you read about things, fights and arguments and disagreements and different things happening in life. Finally, before I go, the last thing is make sure you're with a partner that when you go to sleep at night, you can't wait to see them the next day. Hear from them the next day, talk to them. You literally and truly are so happy and full of joy in your spirit or just curiosity. And you find yourself wanting this person and thinking about this person. Is something in that person you feel you need or would like or would want? And it's up to you to explore that because you can. Thank you all for listening. So part one, love and lust. And I'm out.